On today's episode of Uncommon Sense, we're joined by our good friends, Becca and Jonah Turner, to tell a couple embarrassing stories about the two of us, and join us for the rest of our segments and talk about all kinds of stuff. Uh, segments today include The Market, and we debut our new segment, Deep Talk Fridays. We also spent a lot of time before we even started recording the actual podcast talking about all kinds of conspiracy theories, which Becca and Jonah really enjoy talking about, as I do myself. And uh, I recorded a lot of it, and I'm tacking it on to the end of the episode. So if you're interested in hearing it, it'll be after we conclude the actual episode. I really encourage you to listen to it. Today's episode is brought to you by LaCroix. Introducing their new flavors, Single Skittle Dissolved in Water, The Concept of a Grape, and Hint of Hint of Lime. All right, let's do it. Man, I got this My hand to my bed. Welcome in to another episode of Uncommon Sense. Tonight we've got two of our good friends, Becca and Jonah, our number one fans. Here with yeah. us tonight what to uh, get into whatever we feel like. <laughs> we um, don't really have much planned for this. So we're just gonna see how, where it goes. That's yeah. gonna get people to listen. Probably, yeah. yeah. I know. We're trying to. Yeah, we're trying. Our to best one yet was base. with our best one yet was with Ellis, and we didn't have anything planned. Yeah, that's true. But Ellis is an idiot, so we were able to kind of rip, <laughs> rip apart most of what he said. <clears throat> so let's get right into it. Um, as we do with all guests, we have uh, we told Becca and Jonah. To have embarrassing stories about either Ethan or myself ready to tell when they came on. So I'm very interested to see what they came up with because A, Jonah is my cousin and has known me since I was born. And yeah, and Becca, Becca is, is like basically your older sister and has known you since you were born. <laughs> so this we'll see. We'll see. But the floor is yours. Okay, do you want to go first? No, you do go. your worst. Okay, so my stories are about Philip. Because I I don't know if I just like blocked out traumatic memories of Ethan from childhood. I just don't remember much about Ethan. I do remember the the really large mouth. Like I yeah. y'all talked y'all touched on that. I could be able to. I, I could fit my whole fist in my mouth when I was a kid. You still can. Can you not? No, my hand is much I feel larger like you now. Grew, you grew into <laughs> he grew into his mouth. The mouth yeah. stopped growing at about age eight. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, so Jonah's gonna speak on. Embarrassing stories about Ethan, but I have a few small stories about Philip. So one that I don't even know if you remember this. I probably won't. But it is burned in my memory. (laughs) There was one time when we were at your house and we were all very little. Like I think you were maybe five and so that would make me like eight or nine. And of course, all of our parents were there and this was at y'all's old house and something had happened. I mean, something minute that you had wronged Stacey Lane, my younger sister, who is (laughs) Philip's age in some way. And so we were getting ready to leave and Stacey tattletailed on you, I guess. I don't know how it all came out, but basically all the parents became aware that you had just been mean to Stacey or something small. So, of course, I can hear Tom Walker in my head saying, Philip Riley, <laughs> and, um, which I heard a lot growing up. 
And he was like, you apologize. You apologize. They're not leaving until you say that you're sorry. There's no way you and apologized. And you were so little. There's no way I apologize. So, There's no way you apologize. Oh, no, no, no. So stubborn. <laughs> and so we're sitting there, like, in the foyer of your never, parents' house. Never like, apologize. <laughs> like, trying to leave. And you're sitting, I can, like, close my eyes and see it. You're sitting on the stairs, and you're just, like, silent crying. Like, you're just sitting there, just red in the face, I arms crossed. Slow tears down your face, and your parents are just like, Philip, Philip Riley, you say you're sorry now. And we're just standing there, and at this point, I just know Stacy Lane, who's also like five. She was just like, okay, that's, I don't need it. Like, can we just go? <laughs> this is worse than what he did to me, just having to stand here. And I mean, I think it went on for several days that we stood there. <laughs> and I don't think you ever apologized. I like, probably I think I would have no, remembered if you had, no but I think finally your parents were like, we're so sorry. Like, y'all just go. And I, I bet you got spanked or something that Probably. night. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's one that, I, like, is burned into my memory of just thinking, like, what's wrong with him? Like. <laughs> oh, so much. So that, that brings up the question. Are you going to spank your kids, Phil? 100%. Okay, cool. Yeah. As long as we're all in the same yeah. boat as Okay, that. do you want to tell Out me about love. Ethan before I tell more about Philip? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I've known Ethan my whole life. Uh, him being my cousin. But it's uh, the most embarrassing stuff is probably the most recent. Um, oh, great. <laughs> as in, it doesn't know what 100 divided by 3 is. <laughs> um, hey, I did it, though. It, it took you a It minute. took you a long time. <laughs> too it, long. it took me a long time because <laughs> way, I wasn't thinking about long. it super hard. And I was you also, shouldn't have to. It should be um, automatic. He, he just <laughs> openly admits to cheating on all of his <laughs> college uh-huh. work. Um, so Lipscomb, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, but I think the one, the story that uh, we talked about and came up with was uh, it, actually it was last Christmas. Yes. Okay. So last Christmas oh, was at Ethan's house. Um, our family get together was at Ethan's house, and so like all the families are getting together, and this is we've got younger cousins, we've got older cousins, yeah. we've got. I mean, we've got a huge family. Yeah, when our family gets together, it's like like 40 people. Yeah, Yeah. it's a lot of people. So, and like, there's been times where, you know, I couldn't go to something, Ethan couldn't go to something, Mm -hmm. like there's work or you're doing other things, and it's just kind of like normal for someone not to be there. So, we show up, and we're just like hanging out, talking to everybody, Uh, Ethan's sister Sarah, and uh, his parents are there, and, but Ethan's not there. We just assumed you were with your girlfriend or... Yeah, so I'm just assuming Ethan's just not there and like, whatever. Um, It's not like, I'm not like shocked by this news or anything. But, so I just went on with my like night and just talking to people, just hanging out. And then like probably about an hour in, um, you know, like everybody's getting there. It takes time and we're about to like maybe eat or something. I just hear uh, Ethan's dad, Bobby, say to his sister, Hey, go get Ethan. And I was like, go get Ethan? Where is he? I thought he was gone. And then she just goes upstairs and goes and gets Ethan and brings him downstairs (laughs) as if Ethan's just been up there the whole time. I mean, there's like 40 people in his house. Kids, adults. People close to his age, all like it's not like it's not like he's in middle school no. and it's like a bunch of fifty year olds are getting together for yeah. like cocktail hour. <laughs> and 
and then Ethan just comes down, acts like nothing's happened, and, and I just want to know what, what were you doing? Were you? I guarantee you, I playing was playing Xbox. video games. Absolutely, you were hiding from Not, the family. Like I and get it, I get it. When I when what? you go, you can't, when you, you go can't upstairs in my house, a the door is really thick, and there's like you knew people. You know, I did, I had I had no, no you knew people no, were coming. People I knew people were, were coming, and typically. Typically, when like people come to our house for like family gatherings, my mom like comes up like maybe five minutes before, or like as soon as the first person gets there, it's like, "Hey, people are here, come downstairs." And I didn't get any of that. And I come downstairs, and there's forty of my family members downstairs. And I said, I was just like confused. It's like, how much did I miss? Also, how did I not <laughs> hear forty people downstairs they, in my house? They've been here for weeks. Yeah, like I was. I walked downstairs and I just had no clue what was going on. Look, if we have to be there, you have to be there. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's what I got for Ethan. You said you had one more for Philip. Um, well, I don't have like a really. They're all small stories. That's the thing is when we asked Ellis to get in, I think of an embarrassing story about me. The first thing he said was, "You never embarrass yourself," which oh, is something no, which do. is something I like try really hard to make sure you don't embarrass of. yourself in front of like. In front Friends. of people, yeah. Okay, that's true. I will say, like, recently, maybe you, I don't. I, you've turned out to be a much different person than you were as a child. What did you think? I mean, like, like, uh, like. Okay, I mean this in like the most. No, absolutely, way. go for it. You were like an extremely big crybaby. Like when we were growing up. And, <laughs> no, I'm still soft. Yeah. Uh, so, no, no. I feel like you're very like. I like how she put the ex- the emphasis on no, extremely I, big. Somebody, somebody today wanted to ask me a question. They said, "I want to ask you a question, but I'm not sure if you get offended." And I said, "I don't get offended about anything." No, like, you seem really like apathetic now, which is like not always the best. Uh, that's that's it. That's, but you're very, you're very. <laughs> the core of my personality stoic. is yeah, apathy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I felt like I knew as a child when we would play games that I would. I'd be like, Philip's gonna cry. Like, if if he doesn't get what he wants, or we always had problems because you're a big get what you want competitor, baby. Philip would he would kind of listen to me. I think because I was older and he would like do what I would say. But like, you would fight all the time with my sister Mm because she was the same age. And so I just remember you would get so frustrated with her or with me, and you would like cry, and then you would like go and tell on us to your parents, and they absolutely never took your side. They would always just be like, <laughs> "That does not surprise me." They would. I mean, I can just hear Amy being like, "No, Philip, like just play the game with the girls." And I, to this day, think that your mom probably likes me better than she likes you. Oh, absolutely. But some of my small stories is. Um, from the beach. Growing up, we would always go to the beach together every single summer with our families. And one is that one time you pooped and you came and got us because you wanted us to see the shape. And it was shaped like a candy cane. It wasn't even impressive. It was just a curve. And That's kind of like, cool, though. No. Okay. Was it shaped like a candy cane? It was a candy cane. Was it shaped like a candy cane? Yes. Okay. Or it was, was it? Or was it more of like a shepherd's crook? Yeah. No, it was a candy cane. It what didn't have the shepherd's crook? The 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 definition the candy cane. of the shepherd's okay. crook. Okay. Okay. And the other one is I don't know if you remember this. I, I mean, but call me crazy. Never call me a liar. Right. <laughs> the what? the bathrooms in this condo we went to every year they backed up to each other, and so when you would get in the shower. We could hear mm. you sing. I know where you're going. You I was not in the shower. I was on the toilet. Oh, that's worse. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember, I remember this happening. Yeah. And you were singing, and we sang this for years. You were singing Drift Away, Drift Away. by Uncle Cracker. Mm-hmm. And you maybe seven or eight years old. Um, and I don't know. We just, I feel like we made fun of you for that for years when it's really just not that crazy, but we, we did. Yeah. But God yeah, forbid most, I sing most in the of my shower. memories of you are like you being a cry. 
Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm different now. I'll see if I can Everything, like, Water off a duck's back. Nothing matters anymore, so <laughs> nothing Those affects me. Those are my me. embarrassing stories. And was, I'm embarrassed for Ethan, the fact that he thinks he doesn't need to go to college. She's she's been on just this keep piling on, yeah. Ever, ever since you brought it up, I'm real mad. I'm but, still but going again, to but, college. Yeah. Don't worry. But why? We're, but why? We're not getting into no, this. No, 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 no. I no. want to know. If you don't think college is worth it, why are you still there? Drop out. Save your twenty thousand. You, Drop out. Like do you, you actually want me to? You can. If you think that you I can won't. get, if you think you can get get along just as well as you can without a college education, without a degree, do it. Maybe it's an experiment. Back it up. And if I need to, I can go to college in the future. Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Drop out. Maybe see, I see will. what happens. Go get it. Go get a finance. We'll update job. you on the next podcast about Shake where this it. goes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, go ahead. I'm not. I'm not shaking on. Money where your mouth is. What money? I have no money either, so it's, it's okay. It's all going down the drain because of college. You're not paying for your college. <laughs> Don't act like you're paying for college. <laughs> All right. Okay. You got anything else? Any other stories? Any, anything else you want to insult Ethan about? No, no. I think we've we've, we've given an Ethan enough okay. grief. Y'all probably will have <laughs> the most dirt on us of anybody. Which, yeah, I don't know. I was. I'm hoping that somebody will think of something about one of us that's just devastating, and that they'll reach out. <laughs> I to definitely us. could get some people on the show that could do that to me, but. The thing is, I'm not going to. I'll, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll it get. I'll, be, I'll get the names. But like, I'm thinking, embarrassing is like funny, not like a life. No, no, no. Murder. It okay, could be okay. both. Okay, I could yes. maybe pull some of those out. Not like a terrible decision that somebody has made. Yeah, sure. But like, embarrassing stories enough to make somebody lose a little Cringe. bit, of, a little bit of respect for you. Yeah, not a whole lot, but a little bit. I think everyone's lost respect for me just from the podcast and probably general, everything yeah. that's going on. It's your fault. It's okay. All right. So we'll get into our next segment, which is the market. So I wore my uh, stock market hat. I saw yes. that, yeah. So are you all going to unit or separately? We'll go separate. That's, separate. What, I, that's what I figured. You that's both good. have very, very strong opinions. So are we going to do, are we gonna do snake draft? Yeah, we'll go snake draft. So Do you want to start then? No, I'll let Jonah start. So what are you buying? Okay. What are you selling? Clockwise or counterclockwise? Counter. Counterclockwise. Jonah, what are you buying? What are you selling? You want me to do both? One or the other. Okay. Um, oh, I had them. Shoot. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, sell, I'm selling cashiers. Okay. okay. All cashiers. I agree with that. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry to the really nice people that I know that are cashiers. There's some, I was some a, great I was people. A cashier once. And it's a, I, I know, it's a, I know it's a great entry job for some people. And it's a great job for other people who might not have skill sets for other things. I get that. But they're gonna be obsolete. Robot. And I'm robots, so robots do it better. Agree. When's the last time you went to the express lane? You know, self checkout every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. except for right now. Just if I get okay, like, if you get like a big thing, I do just want right. to go and like stick it on the conveyor belt and be like, "You bag this." Well, for a big me. thing. But we're gonna have, but it's gonna be where the things. Will well, just, I mean, like, I mean, like a large order. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and if like you're at a grocery store, it's gonna get to a point though to where I might pick, I might have. <laughs> 30, 40 items, uh-huh. I'll run on a conveyor belt. It's going to run under some camera or something, scan it all, and then there'll be someone maybe to bag. But even then, we'll figure out how to automate that. Uh, we went to a you store. You can already do shop and go. When you go into yeah. Kroger, you can grab one of those yeah. like, scanners. You can what? scan everything. Uh-huh. Yes, you can scan everything, put your credit card in it, and walk out. Kroger does that now? 
Yeah. I've seen them at Kroger, yeah. Our Kroger. That's awesome. And there's a... So we when we were up in Seattle, there was a Amazon Go store. I, I love and that And it's concept. literally like you just pull up... You pull up the app and basically like turn the app on while you're in there. And it's whatever tacky. you take off yeah. the shelf, it adds to your cart. And if you put it back on the shelf, it like it takes knows. it out yeah. of your cart. Hmm. And all you have to do is walk out and it just charges whatever cart yeah. you have hooked up to Amazon. It's proximity based. It's and awesome. I don't like that at all. I love it. Nope. Why not? I don't like robots. Oh, uh, well, then you're toast for <laughs> the, the future. future is be <laughs> yeah, the future, the future is robots, Becca. so get used to it. All right, Becca, buy or sell? Um, my sell is food delivery services, which I know that's kind of interesting because everyone's like, Ooh, No, I actually, I sold this, right I now. sold this at oh, least either last week or the week before, oh, but, but go ahead. I guess I didn't listen. Um, because... What we said is a lot of these restaurants that, like, you have ideas like Chili's who were already equipped with, like, to-go. But all these other restaurants have had to adapt to it. So they're doing curbside. And if you're going to get out of your house to pick up fast food, you might as well go and pick up your favorite Mexican restaurants. Things like that. So people are, one, after the pandemic, going to want to go out of the house. They're not going to order in. They're going to be happy to go into a restaurant. That was my reasoning. And the other thing is that delivery service has been so overrun right now that their service is really bad. Like, we've been trying to use it a little bit because we've been, like, doing our best to not leave the house unnecessary amounts. And we've had some really bad experiences with food being super late, food being messed up, food being, like... What platform do you use? We've used a bunch of different ones. Mainly DoorDash. All right. But we had like one. Shout out to DoorDash. Yeah. Shout out DoorDash. We had like one girl be really no rude to us out. on the phone. We had our food delivered <laughs> Cut the wrong. Check. And like you can watch, and we've seen how people like are driving like the wrong way and doing other deliveries. And we picked up food from somewhere recently where when a DoorDash person showed up, the restaurant was like, "This food's been here for an hour," and the guy was like, "It's fine." I so listen as a DoorDash driver. Allow me to defend DoorDash. <laughs> the, other, the other day so often what it does is if you take an order it plots your course for you and if there's another order that you can pick up on the way it'll tell you to do that <clears throat> a, a very adjacent store you just go get their food and you drop both of them off so you've got two orders in your car at the same time sure that's fine that's great it works really well when the restaurants are on top of things so oh charlie's in bellevue Drop the ball. Bad. During this whole thing. They have no idea what they're doing. It's really, really bad. Also, everyone is ordering food from O'Charlie's. Which, which is why. O'Charlie's is not good. No. It's Applebee's, but like they put it in the oven instead of the microwave. Why? So so I was sitting I was sitting in O'Charlie's waiting to get an order for DoorDash. And I get dinged and I had just gotten to O'Charlie's and they said, Hey, there's another order at Chili's. If you want to pick it up, it's an extra however many dollars and it's on the way. Like very little added time, added driving. I said, sure. I added it. I sat at a trolley's for another hour <gasps> waiting for this to-go order. They were busy, granted, but it took them an hour to get the food out. And so this other person's order from Chili's, which was ready the second that it dinged my phone, it sat. it sat for an hour. And it's not my fault, and it's not their fault, and it's not Chili's fault. It's a Charlie's fault. But a Charlie's is not even related to their order. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, no, it, it sucks. But it's it's on the restaurant. What happens if the person, like, they get their food and they're like, it's cold? Like, can they I, get a refund? I think they can order? They can take it up with DoorDash. 
but they can't take it up with the restaurant. He, Jonah filed a complaint about the girl who well, like, threw just, our I mean, food at us. It, <laughs> she threw your food? Well, it's oh. like they, I mean, they they send you a text and you can rate it like on a one to five. And mm-hmm. then if you rate it poorly, you can just give a description. And it was just the food was half an hour late. And then I make sure it's hard to find our apartments sometimes. Yeah. So I make sure to like apartments put a worst. paragraph basically that says exactly how to find the apartment. Thank you. And I say like go to the... You go past this sign, turn left, it's this building. Then you go to the left of that building, go upstairs, and there it is. And I said all that. Well, you know, we can we can see when someone pulls up. And like you 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 know when it's your delivery. Are you so are you the, are y'all the people that like open the door and wait for him or do you let him drop it off and leave? We let him We let him drop it off and leave, okay. but we can just see through like our window like yeah. Especially when it's 30 minutes late and we're kind of like, I wonder where they are. And I finally see. And so I always assume people are not going to find it. Because yeah. even though I've said like how to find it. And so we see her pull up and she's on the phone. And I at this point had tried to call her and she wasn't answering. And we could watch. He was dialing her and she was on the phone with somebody else and just like not <laughs> answering his call. And so she walks to the right side of the building. Then she goes up the center of the building. And then she finally answers the phone as she's like heading to the left. And I was just like, hey, I just wondering, like, it's just been a while, like, since it said the food was going to be ready, I was wondering if it's, like, you're on your way, like, just seeing if that was her, and she was like, yeah, I'm here, but I've walked around the whole building and can't find it, and I was like, well, it's, you just go to the far left, and I wasn't even, like, I said it, like, I wasn't going to be like that, I was just like, just go to the far left, you'll see a little sidewalk and you then there's some stairs and she was like well maybe next time say that up front and i was like <laughs> i i did like I, I always put it in there because i we've had problems with it before and she was like no you just said go upstairs i was like i i said on the left side of the building and it was just like i don't know how to be clear about this already a little frustrated that it's late and then just go outside, bag of foods just turned sideways. I can only assume it was thrown at the door. She like hung up on me like in the middle of a sentence and she was like, well, I'm here with your food. So and I was like, uh, and so that was kind of a bad experience. You know, that's not necessarily on DoorDash and it's kind of like with any service, you're going to have somebody who's disgruntled or having a bad day mm-hmm. and take it out on just whoever but, uh, but yes, I would sell food delivery because I think everyone's going to want to be in a restaurant. I think the services have been overrun and most people have probably had more bad experiences than positive like us. And I also think all the restaurants are going to be so better equipped for curbside that people are going to say, I'll just drive over here and pick it up like and not even have to go into the restaurant mm-hmm. but to have it brought out to their car and save the few bucks to have it delivered they're gonna do that that's what i think and i said that i know a few podcasts ago I, even driving for doordash anybody that uses a delivery service like that i think is ridiculous like and obviously you guys have done it and I know you might think it's worth it but to me to pay you know six eight extra dollars to have a meal delivered especially when it's not a, a long distance away <laughs> yeah i think it's absurd but I'm glad they do it because I get paid. <laughs> yeah. um, Your first sell. What does that feel? I am selling office buildings because everybody's... Haven't you already home. sold office buildings? No. Have you? No. But I think I remember that. But keep so going. So I'm selling office buildings because everybody's working from home. And first of all, nobody wants to go back. But a lot of companies and a lot of businesses are able to continue operations as they normally would <clears> from their individual homes with a laptop. Who would have thought? 
And so, you know, we're going to see a lot of leases expire on office buildings and nobody's going to take the, take the spot because everybody's starting to work from home. I know there's a few uh, Tennessee government departments that have already decided that they're going to stay remote and, uh, and not go back to an office. So that's, I mean, that's already a few office buildings that aren't going to be filled mm-hmm. or a few office spaces that aren't going to be filled. I, I think we're going to see a lot of that. Yeah. Once this is all over, people just aren't going to go back to office buildings. They're going to stay at home. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I think I'd rather go to an office and work and then go home than just stay at my house all day. If, if online school has taught me anything, it's that I can't get anything done in my house. Yeah. I like, wake up and I do nothing. Uh-huh. I, I, you know. Yeah. I guess if I was getting paid, I'd probably do more work, but... Yeah. Right now, I don't do anything in my house. I'd really it's go to an office building. You, even when you are getting paid. <laughs> yeah, I believe someone that. who works remotely always, you know, like not just because of quarantine, it's tough. I mean, it's some I did it like I started it at a college, and you know, it's kind of exciting the idea of like working remotely. You know, you can kind of work wherever, and I've got an office space, but I'll also work from home some. Um, but yeah, you just like. It's hard to just always be super productive by yourself because you have to be like I if I have a bunch of tasks, I'm going to do them yeah. like I'm not like not doing my work, but it's also like hard to feel that like immediate accountability and that urge to like find that next thing to be yeah. working on. And you're not seeing people. You're not having small talk that kind of gets you like that humanizing factor that i think a lot of office spaces allow for but uh but yeah i mean i i kind of yeah i i can see that as a i i I don't have the diligence to do work at home but i think that's where the world is going especially if we if we maintain all the social distancing ideals that let's just not get close to anybody ever in case somebody is sick which is absurd but i think that's probably what's going to happen yeah. yeah, like stay six feet, don't shake hands. <clears throat> like if there's, you know, Fauci said that he thinks handshakes are going to die. We're not going to be shaking hands after this. Mm-hmm. And, but why should we? What's going to die first? Why should we? Sure. What's and gonna, like, it's a really traditionalist view to be like, well, because we always have, you know, we always have, we should, we should keep doing it. What's going to die but first? I like, I like shaking hands. Handshakes or Dr. Fauci? <laughs> <laughs> Fauci, Fauci still runs like seven miles. I know, which is ridiculous. He only sleeps... Four or five hours every night, but uh-huh. he's still rolling. He, he wakes up in the morning and goes on like eight mile runs. What is he? Eighty two. He's up there. He doesn't look a day over seventy. He looks good. Which I once somebody hits like sixty eight, <laughs> they look like they're gonna look until the day that uh-huh. they die, and and they're worthless. That's right, true. Ethan. They're, yeah, absolutely. They're I don't. Society. I don't agree with that. I just <laughs> you know taking another dig. We're gonna tell Granny you said that. Yeah, yeah I, my granny is Ethan's granny. So, <laughs> granny, if you're listening to this, rat him out. I there's, love you. There is, I love I you too, granny. <laughs> I find value in you. I want you around. I didn't say I don't want them around. Oh, oh. I, I said they didn't. They didn't have any value in society. I see more that, value in you than I see in Ethan. Especially because he doesn't go to college. Yeah. Education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ethan, what's your first sell? My College? first one is also no. Education. Knowledge. It's, was, it's also gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a little controversial. Ambition. The show Friends. Oh. Friends is not a great show. Okay, and I disagree. Friends, but, Friends is an okay but show. I love Friends, but Friends characters. is on its way out. 
and I think everyone and a lot of people can agree, and it's being replaced by shows like such as Parks and Rec, The Office, like those are our friends of like this time. The Office is on its way out too, I'm going to be honest. It is. And so, I mean, I don't know what's going to take its place, but still people are going to watch The Office and say, The Office is my favorite show. You have to find that background sound, background noise show though. If it's not going to be The Office, we have to have something else to play in the background. And I guess you're kind of doing that with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I finished it though. All 14 seasons. Okay, that's kind of ridiculous. 13 and a half. But no, 14. Friends is coming off of Netflix. A lot of people are tweeting about how just like it's not that great anymore. Like if you rewatch it, like it's not that great anymore. But for like people like me and like people who've like watched it from like since they were kids, like that's a show that just like I love and I could watch it all day long. Your friends? Yeah, yeah. I love Friends. I could watch it all day long. I've seen it countless times through. But I do think it's on its way out. But based off of shows such as The Office and Parks and Rec and those kind of like sitcom shows. That are coming on. So that's my first sell. Okay. Yeah, and you, so Friends is going to be going to HBO Max. Yes. Which, like, HBO has traditionally been this, like, mid-20s to mid, like, 40. Like, it seems like that's yeah. kind of the, the age range that mm-hmm. they've always shot for. And maybe HBO Max is going to change that a little bit. But that kind of leads toward, okay, it's coming off Netflix. So the younger generations, kids in high school are not going to be getting HBO Max. You know, but they have Netflix because their family has Netflix. Uh So they watched Friends. They got hooked, even though it was created probably like way before they were born. And it finished like when they were two or something. So Mm -hmm. it's like now it's going to a platform that only kind of adults who have already seen it are going to be getting, and then either you liked it before or you didn't. You're not going to have a lot of new people coming on okay, and saying they love Friends. Let me counter that with this point. The people that truly love Friends are people that are only maybe like in their, I mean, I'd say the cutoff is like early 20s, yeah. maybe late, late teens, up into like 40s and 50s. Because we've, we've talked about this, like my parents are the age of the Friends characters. Like in the years uh-huh. that it happens, they're the right age. Now these people are all having kids. And I have students at school who are fifth graders that have watched the show, love the show, wear the shirts, like like are super into it. Which I have some questions for those parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. Friends about is the on, content. Friends it's not the cleanest, but it is way better than most stuff that's out there. A lot there. of things today, yeah. Look, I mean, as... I remember when I started watching it, my mom eventually told me. I was halfway through the show before she even knew that I was watching it. And when she did find out, she was like, I wouldn't have let you watch it if I had known that you but were. But listen, as and John was, Mulaney like, says, you can turn school. on the TV at any time and see SVU and, <laughs> yeah. and talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. We found stuff. fecal matter in her ear canal. <laughs> <laughs> Friends is not that bad. And a lot of kids these days... They're watching it. I'm telling you. It's not, I don't think that's a sell. I think that one will stay around for a while. It's a classic. Yeah, Ice. He's a pedophile. (laughs) That's what they do. You mean like like, crackhead? Get some crack. You mean like when somebody bets too much on the ponies? (laughs) Or when somebody eats too much chocolate cake? Or when somebody. That's one of my like favorite John Mulaney bits that he does is when he pretends to be Ice T. And he just roasts Ice T because Ice T has no value in that show whatsoever, other than stating How the very do you obvious. Slander the name of Odafin Tutuola, one of the. Oh my god! I don't think I've ever watched like a full episode no. of SVU. Oh, I've seen every episode. The most... I'm a big CSI guy. Well, no, I love CSI. I think those are because all it's so cheesy. 
Every show has an expiration date, and those shows are both long past theirs. Yeah, but what's a good cop show that you would replace it with? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay, that's but that's different. That's a comedy show. Cop show. I don't know. Granted, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cop show. I I don't know. See, there's not know. one. There's not many cop. I don't like cop shows. See, I do. I just they're interesting, and there's always a twist at the end that you didn't see coming. Just like fecal matter in the ear canal. Looks like we found fecal matter in the ear canal. <laughs> All right, snake draft. Ethan, what you got? Oh, I'm back up. I that was my only my only sell. I have my first buy. Okay, it's gonna be Dr Pepper and cream soda. If you, you have not tried the yes. Dr Pepper cream soda, I can't, it will change your life. I can't we drink almost, regular Dr Pepper. We anymore. almost bought it today. It's, it's so. Have you not tried it? Those are no. the only it's two soft so drinks I good. like. I only like. I never ever drink sodas, but if I'm going to, it's going to be a cream yes. soda. And they Dr. make a Pepper. diet. They they actually took my two favorite drinks and made And them. it's neither, it's not Dr. Pepper and it's not cream soda. I would say it's closer to cream soda than anything else. It's closer to like if you got, like, a, like got a Dr. Pepper at Sonic and then put vanilla flavoring in it. It that's tastes what it tastes like. like. That's soda. what it tastes like to me. It tastes like cream soda, but it's like a 70-30 split cream soda to Dr. Pepper. If you yes. took a can of cream soda and a can of Dr. Pepper and poured them into but, one cup, but a little less, a little less of the Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's fantastic. But do you it's think you so could tell good. a difference? Like if I bought a can of the cream soda Dr. Pepper and then mixed oh, the cream yeah. soda Dr. Pepper, you could yeah. tell which one was oh, which. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I haven't done that. That may just be what it is. That's no, a new segment. It's gotta be what it is. Name that soda. Formula, <laughs> they just mix the two drinks. That's what I'm thinking. That's probably what it was. But you're not going to get the ratio right. But if you just went and bought some A and W cream soda and the Dr Pepper cream soda, different drinks. Right. So good. We oh should we should do a segment where we bring you guys off brand drinks and mixed drinks. And I'll, name them. Can tell I'll name them. I'll name them. Anything would. anything I'll from Walmart. I know it. That I know what it is. Could be our first YouTube video. Diet Mountain uh, Diet Mountain Lightning. I think we yeah, have okay, I can't do I can't uh, do that. Link with us today. No, trying new drinks. Morning. Good mythical morning. <laughs> diet Diet Mountain Lightning. Um, I've never Sam's Cola. I'm a big um, I'm a big name brand soda Dr. guy. I don't Thunder. Go. Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder is good if not better than Dr. Pepper. I've never had Dr. Thunder so I can't like you you just try it. Like, it it's that. really good. It's really I mean good. I don't really good. I don't doubt it. I just like am picky with my my sodas. Like if I'm getting Coke, I'm gonna get name brand no, but Coke. Like, not but how do you know there's nothing better out there? Have you tried Diet Right? No. Oh, Diet Right's fantastic. You can try Diet Right. All right. You know what? I, next. It's back to Philip. Oh, it's me. Okay, I I had it and I lost it. Becca just thinks this is her podcast because you've invited her on once. <laughs> She's just making the calls from here on out. Just more about diet right. I'm it's fine. Sorry. We need we need all the ideas it that we. You know what? Like you know what's one soda that I can rough. pick out of a lineup anytime. What? It's a clear soda. Sprite. Fresca. Fresca doesn't taste like anything else. I, Fresca no. does not count in I, the scheme of sodas. I love Fresca. Is Fresca. what Lacroix should taste like. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm a big Lacroix guy. Lacroix sucks. And that's your opinion. Lacroix okay. tastes like if you, you know, took like, grass and dirt. This is this is one of my favorite. And then, hey, this is going to be where Becca and I actually side with Ethan. Okay, so there's a there's one of my favorite tweets ever, and it's like Lacroix just came out with new flavors, and it's there's it's the funniest tweet I've ever seen. It's so like the flavors are like traveled in a truck near bananas. That's, yeah, that's what it <laughs> tastes hint like. Of hint of lime. Yeah, yeah. previous um, tenants single lemon, single skittle dissolved in water. Yeah. <laughs> Low battery strawberry. That's Low a battery good one. strawberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember any other ones. 
Oh boy, that's my favorite tweet of what all is time. like like the memory of grapes. <laughs> the, the, con- the concept of a grape. That's <laughs> the concept of a grape. Lacroix is terrible. I Lacroix love tastes Lacroix. like if you went to a Sprite factory and you grabbed a bottle off of a Sprite off the line before they put the flavor in it. See, I was never a big fan of like it's club soda, like but, sparkling water. But worse, I was never a big fan. And but See, one of my drink, like I can drink sparkling. One of my water. good friends in college, his name is Boyd Weber, is absolutely addicted to like Lacroix. And so I was like, why? Like it doesn't taste good to me. And he's like. I want you to, like, I'm. he's like, I'm going to essentially get you hooked on sparkling water. And so he's like, I need you to force yourself to drink these two LaCroix, and then I'm going to go buy you one of the Dasani sparklings, which if you put them side by side, the Dasani sparkling has so much more flavor than like a normal LaCroix, and you don't, you wouldn't taste it if you just had a Dasani sparkling, and that's how he got me hooked. Because at that point, I was like, okay, this isn't bad. It's just sparkling water, but with flavoring in it, so it's not, like, super sugary. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can drink this. And so I started drinking Dasani, and then at that point, you're like, okay, I'm in too deep. I'm going to go buy LaCroix, and then you're just... It's and a, if, you're, if you're a big, like, carbonated yeah. uh, drink person, it's uh-huh. a great alternative. Yeah. For sure. I, no. I, see, I tried one time, like, to get into it. I really did. I just couldn't do it. And, like, Walmart... Walmart has their own brand of sparkling water. I tried it, and it tastes exactly like LaCroix, and it's not good. But that's kind of what happened to me with with the diet lifting green tea in in high school. Mm. Is I started drinking it. And shout I, out Lip, Lipton. I kept drinking it. That is something that I am willing to shout out. And I kept drinking it, and I, I, by, s- by the end of it, no, 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 not as much. Really, really, not as much anymore. No, 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 I know, I know. But I'm saying I have one every couple days now. But also you always have Lipton green tea in your no, house. No, I don't. In my house, yes. I used like, to have it on my person. I would always have a bottle of Lipton yeah. green tea on my person all the time. Ever no matter since, where I was, what I was doing. Ever since I went to college, I've stopped drinking it, but Me I too. always have one when I go now to your house. Now it's Diet Coke. I always have a Diet Coke within arm's reach. If I'm going to, like, again, if I'm going to drink a soda, I don't want it to be diet. I don't think diet soda tastes good. I think it's better. And now I went back to the job that I had last summer because quarantine and I need money. Um, and we get free drinks on like while we're on the clock. Like we can go fix a drink, whatever. And so I just – I have Diet Coke. I always have a full cup of Diet Coke in my hand. Always. And so I don't even want to know how much Diet Coke I'm drinking because I'd say each cup is probably about a can. And I am just sucking it down. Like, I refill four or five times, six times every time that I work. That's also one of the problems with, like, me drinking, like, out of cans. Because then I measure how much, like, I've actually, like, I've drank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, if you get it in, like, a fountain drink. Like, I have my Taco Bell cup right here. Like, that pro- probably, like, what? Two cans? But, like, you don't think about it when you order, like, a large drink. No, it's so much. And exactly. And, and if so, you've like, never, if you've never done you, this, take a can of soda and pour it into another cup. Uh-huh. It's incredible how much soda goes into a single to-go cup. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of worrisome. Actually, it's really bad. And so, like, like when I go home and I, or like if I'm in college and I'm drinking soda out of a can, I like am just constantly grabbing another one because yeah. I'm like because it's not I'm, enough. Twelve yeah. ounces is not very much. No, it's too much, but it's not very much. I wish they sold twelve like packs of like larger cans. You know what I'm saying? Like how big? Uh, I mean like 16, 17 ounces. A 17 ounce can would be perfect. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like that would be fine. So what did I do? Oh yeah. I don't think so you, it's time. It's time for your, your next sell. 
or buy. Did I not buy something already? No, because no. we went back on the, the soda thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm buying Amazon Prime. Okay. So so Why? is everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Nobody's leaving their house anymore. <laughs> nobody's, no, nobody's leaving their house anymore. But they still want things. Just because the world stops turning doesn't mean we stop wanting things. And Amazon Prime can get in there quickly for twelve ninety nine a month. You know what one of the Free most like, amazing things that Amazon created was? What? The Amazon Prime Now. Prime Have you Now tried it? Prime Now scares me. I've done it. It does. I've done it. It's creepy. But did you know that Prime Now is not actually an Amazon storehouse? Is it not? No, it's DoorDash, but for items. Hmm. So Amazon contracts individual drivers to go pick up stores from licensed dealers, or pick up items from licensed dealers, which are just local stores, and then put them in a bag, Amazon labeled, and put it on your front porch. That's wild. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to an Amazon warehouse and picking things up, which I didn't know that until a couple weeks ago. I didn't know that until just now. But it's really interesting. It's DoorDash, but for things. Hmm. Yeah. Becca, buy or sell? What you got? Um, I would buy schools and teachers. I just think after this, people are going to be... Haha, yeah, I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are going to be... Definitely not a conflict of interest there at all. Oh, I know. Um, are going to be so glad for their kids to go back to school. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot even imagine. Like, we've talked a lot about how with all the quarantine, we haven't made. Like, we live just alone, and we don't have small children. We also don't live with our parents like you guys. Not that your parents aren't great, but we have a very nice setup where it's just the two of us, and we're still just working remotely. But I've thought about a lot of people that are stuck in their house with their children all day, every day, and are trying to teach them. And especially for, like, school districts that are having, like, required learning stuff that they have to do at home. And I just think there's a lot of people who, you know, knew school was important and were definitely supportive of their kid, like, being in a good school, but I've probably really underestimated the work that happens and how much of, like, childcare school really is not that i think school is childcare, but that these people haven't been able to work or they need to go to work and they can't because you know their kids are stuck at home they don't have anywhere they can take them and i just definitely think it's going to be a reinvigoration of appreciation for teachers and for schools and i hope people have more of a understanding for what we do i can see that i mean there's a reason homeschooling is so you know sparse yes there's a reason daycare is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids suck. I know. I do after school care. That's I don't my, want to take care. I don't want to take care of kids. Sounds miserable. It is. I want to make a lot of money so that I don't have to take care of my own kids. I don't want to raise my own children until they turn like 14. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, I don't want to have children. <laughs> no, I haven't, dec- I haven't decided about that yet. Oh, great. But if I do, I won't really like have a relationship with them until they're teenagers. <laughs> that kid is going to be a dick. That's, yeah, probably. <laughs> is there anything like me? <laughs> Phil Walker, ladies. Yeah. Single and ready to mingle. don't want kids, hit me up. Or if you want a child and you'll be the sole provider and caretaker until they're 14. There you go. I won't even... No, no, no. I'll provide. But like I won't... You're not going to associate with them. I won't take care of them. You wonder why Jamie won't text you back. I know. I feel like Jamie doesn't want kids. Well, no, she seems like the kind that. How did you know that? About she seems her? like the kind that like really, really wants children. She but you know that she, she should not she's... be taking care of children. 
She can't take care of herself. I definitely wouldn't trust exactly. her. Exactly. I wouldn't trust like her child. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. yeah. I, I wouldn't trust half the people on that I'm show. I'm not sure I trust her to get up there and like the finish the lyrics. Yeah. That's true. I was worried she was going to forget any of the night. I don't know if you saw that. But it, she was looking scared on yeah, stage. She almost went home. Maybe that'll be a wake-up call for her in this, like, Hopefully. Performing. I want her to win. You know she's not going to. I know she's not going to. You know it's going to be single you know it's gonna somewhere be, in Nashville. It's going to be Brie and Chris. I'll find her. You know she's it's a hostess, be. so all I got to do is go to every restaurant in Nashville during each individual shift. That could take a while. Yeah. During each end of you just yeah, sit there no, until the shift changes. She could work day shift. She could work night shift. So she I gotta seems go like to a night shift kind of gal. Oh, but there's seven days in a week. So I got to go to each restaurant 14 different times. I'll do it. I'll figure it out. Jonah, your final buy or sell. Yeah. Um, you have two more. Two? So, Are we doing four? Oh, whoa. I can't come up with I two more. I only had we'll stop one right, of each. Yeah, we'll stop right here. I got one I, I have, well. I've only given... All right, we'll get your honorable mentions, but I'm done. Okay, um, fine. So my buy is, uh, which this will come as no surprise if you listen to like the end of this podcast or <laughs> the bloopers or something. Um, but I'm buying yeah, we'll conspiracy the theories. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, so with everything going on right now, there are just anything that's said, there is an equal and opposite fact for every fact. Oh, absolutely. There is. And I mean, some of you listening um, might have, and y'all might have heard or seen on Twitter, Plandemic, the Plandemic yeah, documentary. Um, well, I hope you're not, because uh, it's it's truly, truly horrible. Um, but basically, uh, it's it's you know like talking about how this current pandemic we're in is. There, there was some planning of it, or there was some. There's things being said that aren't accurate because people are trying to pr- profit off of it. So there's this basically disgruntled doctor who just goes off about Fauci and says he's all just trying to make a buck off this. And you know, so you've got that. You've got um, a docu- documentary called Out of Shadows on YouTube. Um, talking about Hollywood and the corruption and how the, basically all the media companies, the government, the CIA is involved in all the media companies and they're all just brainwashing all of us, um, similar to like MK Ultra in the 60s. And then you've got, I mean, we earlier talked about all the different conspiracies that people have heard of, mm-hmm. like the moon landing and... Amelia Earhart and yeah. some others. And we're going to tack that on to the end. I really encourage you to listen to it. But, yeah, so, I mean, with, and everybody talks about fake news. I mean, there's not, there's not anyone who thinks all news is real. I mean, if, if you are giving fake news, you say the opposite side is fake news, uh-huh. no matter who you are. And so, um, conspiracy theories are on the rise. You're seeing people that you thought were just uh, logical thinkers... Buying into conspiracies more mm-hmm. so than ever before. Like Jonah, I'm not buying into. I conspiracies. think that logical thinkers buy into conspiracies more than anyone else, because to, so. to to piece a conspiracy together, you have to have logic behind it, or else people are gonna true 
You know. But I mean, people, I guess people who have always just gone with like what's mainstream and like what society accepts as but true. But conspiracy isn't mainstream. They're gr- I'm saying that's the thing. There's more people that have normally done that. That's like, that is true. this is very, like, I just follow the news. Like I get my news from TV. I like, it's all true. Like there's not anything like going on behind the scenes. Now it's like more than ever people think stuff is going on behind the scenes. And so I'm putting a lot, a lot on <laughs> conspiracy theories. They're just, they're going to continue to grow. Yeah, no, I agree. And how do we know the truth now, you know? Yeah, there, what is truth? Media is so convoluted. Where do we get truth? Well, and you, the, the question I've been thinking about is... How do we know why, that truth is truth? Why do you trust what that's you trust? What we just said. I know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm yeah, why do you trust yeah, you what trust? you trust? Yeah. I mean... You trust something, and there's some reason you do that. And if you kind of go back and say, why do I trust that? Well, it's a reliable source. What makes it a reliable source? I mean, what makes Absolutely. A, a CNN reporter or a Fox News reporter more reliable than my friend on Facebook? What, yeah. Like, there are things, but why is it that I tr- maybe, or someone might trust a, fa- a family member or a friend over a experienced journalist yeah it's interesting it's so fascinating mm-hmm. that people will just put more trust in that even if it's absurd it really is yeah. but especially now during all this when you've got conflicting reports about everything that happens what's the truth you know and where can you find it along that lines you want know to think about a lot what time is it like right now like right now how do you know how do you know what time it is oh don't get me started about this. <laughs> right, um, it is it is ten thirty p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. But sorry, but like, that? how do you know? You trust your phone. How do you know your phone is? Yeah, right? my phone is probably about two seconds off than your. And phone. how many times have you said, "Oh, my laptop, it, it thinks it's the wrong time." What time is it? You know you who know? says who says what time it is? Who came up? Time with is a social construct. Father time. Time, okay, time I have doesn't another exist. Buy and sell. Okay, Try go for it. Okay, they're small ones. So, did y'all already talk about bread? No. Okay. No. I don't. Do y'all, do y'all know everyone's making bread? Yeah, you know making bread. It's depre- depression bread. bread. Yeah, it's like oh. people don't have anything else to do, so they've decided yeah. to. It's make It's like the bread. dust bowl all over. Again. It's weird. I think that there will be a well, my cell is not just bread, but bread ingredients. Like people are doing like start making sourdough starters uh-huh. and like doing the whole thing from scratch. So you think they're so just that putting means it, you're the going and you're buying flour, you're supply buying chain yeast. in place. And there was a few like this was a month or so ago that you couldn't buy any flour. Uh-huh. Like that at Walmart, you know, the toilet paper was gone yeah. and the lunch meat and the flour. Toilet paper's people, back because people were making yeah. bread. And I think people are still going to definitely eat bread, but I think as soon as the pandemic's over, people are out of their house. They're not going to make bread ever again. It's a lot of work. They did it. They can say that they've done it, and they won't do it anymore. Yeah. And my buy is Leslie Jordan. Don't know who Leslie Jordan is? No. He's a little old man. You've seen the videos. He's on Reba. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The guy that I'm thinking of. I didn't know his name. He calls everybody hunker downers. Yep. yep, Hey, hunker downers. And y'all hunker downers. He's from. Chattanooga really and yeah so he was here so he's been an actor and stuff but never been like super super famous but some people I mean knew who he was he was in the help a few years ago and he's just the funniest little guy but he recently during the pandemic started like posting these Instagram videos he posts several a day 
and they are priceless. And he was home in Tennessee being with his mother for like a month, and now he's back in L.A. where he lives. But, I mean, people love Leslie Jordan, and he is hilarious and sweet, but he's also like very like sassy and says some uh, provocative things, but it's just, he's super entertaining. And I think he is going to be the next like Betty White. He's going to be the next novelty character. Every movie, y'all look, every movie that comes out in the next few years, they're going to try to cast Leslie Jordan as like a jokey character in it. Y'all wait. So who's, who's who's after him? Like Jane Lynch? She's not old enough. No, that's what I'm saying. Who's like after. next? You have it has to be a cute person. Uh, okay, Jane so Lynch not is not Jane cute. Lynch. She's great, but she's not. She doesn't have the cute factor, and you have to have the cute factor. Hmm. But yeah, Leslie Jordan will be the next Betty White. So. All right, Ethan. I have some honorable mentions. I'm right, going to off. I'm going to buy Quentin Tarantino movies. Oh, that's specific. A lot of them. And I think almost all of them now are on Netflix. And so all I've been doing recently is like I wake up in the morning and I just turn on a new Quentin Tarantino movie. Like today I watched Django Unchained. Great. Is that the movie. one with Johnny Depp? No. Jamie Foxx. What's the one with Johnny Depp? What am I thinking of? I don't know. There's a lot of movies with Johnny Depp. Yeah. He's like a desert... Rango? Rango? Rango! Yeah, Rango. The lizard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I think it's of. a DreamWorks animated film. Yeah. It is. Maybe great. I said... I'm talking but about Quentin Tarantino not, films. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I'm actually going to sell Quentin Tarantino movies. Oh. Ooh. Um, because I think like his last movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, was basically about how Hollywood is changing yeah. so much that he's like on his way out yet. because he's being Good. pushed out because of his style of Hollywood yeah. isn't a thing anymore. Uh-huh. But for the next generation, there's still like some, there's like, I guess, nine great movies that mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino's made that. People got to see. They're they're great movies. I believe you. Horribly raunchy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like a yeah. king I of like R-rated uh-huh. movies, but they're pretty solid. Like Django Unchained was pretty. It it was very R. That's lots okay. of lots the world, of the world blood. is R-rated. Life is R-rated. I've so, never seen an R-rated movie. Are you serious? Mom, if you're listening, oh. Becca, <laughs> I've only seen a few PG. Films, but mostly G. The second they cuss that third time, it's off. Yes. Strike three. Oh, gosh. The third time I, they say crap, we're, that's we're, it We off. are really looking forward to the end of And With An E, so no no spoilers, please. Stop. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, Right Now Media recently. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, well, like, I'm going to give you, it was a joke, I'm going to give you one more, uh, <laughs> one, one more I buy. I was adding to the joke. I'm going to buy Outer Banks. On Netflix, if you haven't watched Outer okay. Banks yet, uh, I also, watch it. It's it goes so on to my, my last honorable mention. Okay. I'm going to buy Madeline Klein. Yep. Otherwise so known Klein, as Sarah Cameron Madeline in, Klein in the new the Outer Banks. Leads, one of the female leads in this new Netflix show. And she is whoo, terrific. Terrific. We'll see. We're looking her up. And I watched, I watched this. Klein? We'll be the judge Couldn't tell. I think it's an I. C-L-I-N-E. Oh, that's a... Just you should look, look up Sarah Cameron. We'll look up Sarah Cameron and then go to go to I mean, gifts. I think I found her. Outer Banks. She cute, cute. And I have 
With Phil's permission, I can read some text messages he has sent me I, while watching the show. I'd rather read them, actually. If you can find them, I'll read them for you. Okay, well, I'll, I'll look for them. They're, they're right here. They're the only things you've texted I, cause I wanna me make sure. Recently. I want to make sure that they're She looks a little red. bit too much like Miranda Cosgrove for no, me. No! What? You know she doesn't look anything like Miranda Cosgrove. Where did you get Wait, Miranda no, Cosgrove looks like an alien. She looks, she looks a lot like Miranda Cosgrove. No, don't say that. She's like a mix of Olivia Munn and Miranda Cosgrove. No. But also, you guys love a show that the poster is just a dude with long blonde hair, his shirt's you, unbuttoned. I promise you. Okay, yeah. Just sleek. And that's, I promise you, the show is better than the I image mentioned, that it portrays. I mentioned this to Philip. I mentioned this to Philip last time we recorded on Monday because I had just gotten back from my girlfriend's house, and that's what we did all weekend. We binged watched oh, nice Outer plug. Banks. And. It is. I I was they had no plans on watching it, and like the the trailer looks horrible. The tra- the it looks the characters. It look looks cheesy. like it would be a terrible TV show, but I promise you, it is going to be another like Stranger, Stranger Things, Things level on Stranger you Things watch, level. You on watch Netflix. one episode really? and you are you are hooked. Hooked. It's it okay. is really good. Highly yeah, recommend get one that where show. she's like not smiling. Get one where she's so we're pull, right now. We're pulling one. up. Hold well, on. no, we're pulling up a picture of Madeline uh, Klein and Miranda Cosgrove next to each other. No, see. she doesn't look like Miranda uh, Cosgrove. Let's see. Wait, at let's, all. let me see if I can. Let me see if I can do this real quick. I'm really scared, actually. I'm gonna add that. I'm not gonna. To if photos. it's true, I'm not gonna be able to unsee it. And I have a deep-seated deep fear of Miranda Cosgrove. Which I still don't understand, and it's wildly irrational, as you'd probably admit. Oh, no, she's terrifying to me. Why? Why? I don't know. It's something about the fact that she really looks like Michael Jackson to me She does bit. really look like Michael Jackson. And that scares me. No, that's a bad picture. That's a bad oh, picture Oh, it's a bad no, picture. No, 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 no. That no, no, is no. a bad that's picture. That's not what her. she looks like. I, I need y'all to understand. They're Hold saying on. the bad picture of Madeline Klein is like she's on like a red carpet. Who looks like it's themselves the on a red carpet? It's the first picture of her on Google. No one looks like themselves on a red carpet. Hold on. Also, Hold on. I have. And I hate that y'all think that's a bad photo of her. And this no, one no, no, has like, surely good But that's not what she. My phone just died. Pull it up. Pull it I don't up. think that's a great representation. Oh, messages. Go to our messages. Show them that one. <laughs> you can find bad pictures of anybody where they don't look like they normally. Is do. this better? No. No, the hair. What color? Look up. Just, oh look my! Up, what? What's a good picture? Look up Sarah Cameron out. Yeah, that's a good picture. That's more what she looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, more, that's, that's more yeah, of yeah. her. Because look, here's her in the show. And you can swipe either way. That's what she looks like in the this show. This is also what we were texting back and forth in the Zoom meeting last night. She looks night. like that last picture that she showed us. I mean, she is cute, but like... No, you gotta watch the show. I he, just, has he has to watch his words. Watch his this. wife is here. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching him, this but I'm like also... A, this is like when Jim Halpert won't admit that the new employee is attractive. And then they go get a blood test. You know what I'm talking about? And then Dwight oh, grabs his penis. Okay. Yeah, let's see. I've only I've only known who she was for about three days, but I died there were there are multiple times I've been working out in the yard recently and I've been wearing my AirPods and Philip will text me multiple times. Okay, music multiple times. I finished the show yesterday and I yes. started it the day before. And throughout the day, Philip would text me and it would just be my music would stop while I was working and it would be text message from Philip. Oh, mama, and just Ma, it wasn't. Oh, it was just mama. And then it was like. Mama, there's like another one's like the things I would do <laughs> to have do her. For, for her. So Madeline and Jamie, Cameron. if you guys are listening, if you guys are listening, Philip is no, single. Her name is oh, her name is Madeline. It is Madeline, Madeline and Jamie. He doesn't, he doesn't even mean. know your name. <laughs> 
He is so struck by your beauty. Great links to have to have the opportunity to take you. To I, all I remember is when you started the show, you texted me and you said, "When do all the hot girls come on on Outer Banks?" No, no, no. I, and said, I said, "When does the hot girl come on?" I thought you said girls. No, because like everybody's talking about the hot. Girl. Okay, so and then I said, "And the first girl that they have on is and very I, No. And so I thought you were just thinking it was like the show where like people were going to be running around on the beach all day. Blah, no, blah, blah. no, no, I knew it's not like that. Yeah. And I don't know how to participate then, in this conversation. That's fine. Don't. You me neither. You like, you texted me and I said, she's in the first episode. I said, and I was like, it was like just, 30 seconds just, later. Just like, yeah, there she is. And he said, he said, all he texted me was just, it's granola bars. Yeah. There's no. He really there. tricks you with yeah. the Pringle box and it's just granola bars. <laughs> I did that the first time we were here. But no, Philip texted me and he was like, like 30 seconds later, was just like, oh. And then it was dot, 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 oh. Yeah, no, she's very, very attractive. He's in I, love. You know, with the Matthew best Klein. the best embarrassing stories of me are probably just texts that I've sent people yes. in the last two years. If I could scroll through I, my text messages with Philip, the things <laughs> I would find. I know an embarrassing story about Philip where he sent a text message. Oh, Go for not, it. Let's uh, not no, no, get no, into that's that. That's a story oh, for another time. Um, no. Yeah, no, there are. That's for the late night edition. We all, we all have things that we have said show. digitally that we really, really wish we had not. <laughs> oh, boy. Um,. So, yeah, anybody else have any more buy or sells? So we're going to go in our last segment. This is the debut. Ooh, I'm excited. It's uh, Deep Talk Fridays. We have, the, we have our top three still. Me and you do, at least. Anyway, yeah, we'll do that in a little bit. Deep Talk, Deep Talk Fridays. So Deep Talk Fridays are going to be uh, whatever I decide to get most depressed about, or Ethan, during the weeks leading up to the week leading up to the episode. And you told me you would take over We br- week, We bring so. it out, and we talk about it. So I this week, not heard this, so I'm this in the week, same boat as you. I got into a really, <laughs> I, got, I got into a really dark hole. Sounds fun. Thinking about how, like, we are gonna spend our entire lives pursuing things that we want. Most of them we will never get. Did you? Did this come from Madeline Klein? Yeah, and then most of them, <laughs> most of them we will never get, and then we will die. Yeah. What I mean, like, what are we? What's the point? You know what I mean? What are you pursuing? How, Everything. Like, there's something right now. You may not even know what it is goals. consciously, but there's something that you're pursuing, whether physically or, or immaterial, that you are pursuing, okay? And you might or you might not achieve or obtain whatever it is you're pursuing. And until you die, there's going to be something that you are pursuing. Or multiple things. What if I'm and, pursuing death? Oh. That's, I mean, it's an easy fix. And multiple things, <laughs> we're all pursuing death. <laughs> multiple things that you pursue, probably the majority, you will never obtain. And then you die. So how hard do you have to be like wanting this to like you being considering it to be you pursuing it? Well, like what are your goals in life? Like go I ahead, tell me, tell me your goals. Graduating college. Making enough money to support a family, I guess. That's real it. realistic goals. Yeah, that's it. That's the only. That's the only things that you have that you want to do in your life. Yes, I live in the moment. Okay, we've already established your ambition <laughs> is non-existent. Yes, this is just confirmed it. Uh huh. I mean, like, okay, Becca and Jonah, what are what are some things that you would you would like to achieve in your life? Interesting. You go first. Ooh. Um, I feel like this is going to uh, create like a conversation that we have to have later in private. Um, <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Just like I might say something like, "I really want to move to Canada, Becca," and 
now she has to be like, oh, so now we need to talk <laughs> about this. Um, I mean, uh, I guess like there's travel pursuits, mm-hmm. like That's a big places want to go, which like I've been fortunate enough to go to Europe and so has Becca, but like we want to be able to do that together because we each did it separately. Um, but then there's things like, you know, want to have a family, um, want to, and I guess something there is like raising kids that aren't just like horrible, like they turn out like as functioning adults. Um, but like, I guess to go to your point, there's like always something that you're like, you would want to do... So, like, for me, that would be, like, act on Broadway. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would love to be in a Broadway play and, like, have it run for months on end and just be able to do that. But, like, kind of, I, like I said to your point, that's probably not something that's going to happen. So, even if I began pursuing that today, you know, I quit my job and just started auditioning for things well first we're in nashville tennessee so not the not the thriving uh theater area um but then it's like okay so then there's like there's that there's moving and then there's figuring out how to even start doing it and then doing it and like by the time i might even have the chance to be in a show on broadway it's like is it too late at that point? Or did what I want to do change by the time I get to the point where I can do it? So, like, I might spend 20 years of my life trying to get there, finally get to it, like, I'm, like, I have an audition for a show on Broadway and realize, like, this isn't really what I wanted to do. I think that's the scarier that, thing. No, that's, that's absolutely part of it, is what if you think you know what you want to do and when you do obtain it, it's not what you wanted at all. Mm-hmm. And you realize you, you should have never wanted it in the first place. I think that's like most things in yeah, this life. Absolutely. I think and people at the top of whatever field they're in or whatever they pursued and they achieved quotes around achieved, I think they would tell you like the chase of it was way more thrilling than finally achieving absolutely. it. Because once you achieve it, you're like, oh, and that's, that's almost where this thought originated. And I don't know if it's Gatsby-esque, kind of, I guess a little bit. Yeah, a little. But I, it, was, it was. It really was from this Netflix show. Shout out F. Scott. F. Scott Fitzgerald, <laughs> cut the check. Um, rise up and cut this check. Um, but, like, I finished the show, and I went through all however many episodes in two days, which was, you know, terrible. But I finished it. And you know, you know the feeling you get when you finish binging a show. However long that it oh, was. Oh, I saw your tweet about it. It's yeah. heaven and hell meeting. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if y'all if y'all get that like like feeling in the pit of your stomach when you finish a show. I do. I don't know if it's because I get more invested in shows than. Some I people. mean, I get invested in shows, but when a show ends, I'm not. I don't have like a pit in my stomach, but I also I'm like, like I almost feel what lost. Do I, what do I do now? Like, but where do I go from here? Yeah, it's like what it, it what, what that Let got me, me thinking. Quarantine has really done it to <laughs> us, is, as you can tell. This is where society is at. <laughs> what? You finish a show and you have no idea you what comes no next. No idea in your what life. you're doing next. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you get so well. For me, I got so engrossed in this storyline, and then it, it there wasn't a resolution really, no. but it ended, no. and it was over. You know, be that as it may, whether I liked it or not, it was over. And in everything that we do in life. 
there's there's going to come a time where it's over. That storyline ends. Then what? And a lot of times, I feel like most people, and I've been there, don't have anything else planned. You know, they get to the end of whatever storyline they're in, and that's it. There's nothing left. And it's like, where do you go from there? You know? I think I think there's a difference between goals and pursuit. Because I would say, like, you set goals as reasonable things that you can actually do. So, like, I had a goal to become an art teacher. And, like, I did that. And there's things that I think I've wanted that are more, like, tangible, practical things. Like, I wanted to get married. And I did that. And, like, I want to have a family. And, like, I think that that is something that can, like, reasonably happen. But then I think what you're talking about is more the idea of pursuit, Ethan was about to ask if you're pregnant. And no, the no, no, answer no, 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 is no. I just gave him like she's like I think it's reasonable to say that like we could have a family, and I just gave Jonah like a look. I'm like, no, are we? Yeah, <laughs> we, we will eventually. But yeah. if I do, I have a new family I would love member to reveal it on the podcast. So <laughs> this would be that'd be great. This would be where we reveal it. This would be the gender reveal. We'd have the podcast come and do a live like event. Yeah, of the uh, of I would the even be willing to give you guys a cut of that podcast's profits, even to that'd do that awesome. on the show. Yeah, man. Okay, dude, no, I am not with child. <laughs> Just to clear up any rumors that may get started. Um, but I think what you're talking about, Philip, is more of like the idea of pursuit. Like I would say for me, I have the pursuit of like art or like being an artist mm-hmm. because I feel like that is something that has been ingrained in me my entire life and it was like a natural thing that I did and wanted and I really believe that like I'll always be that until I die. Like I don't think that for me, which I know art is a very abstract idea, but I don't think that's something that I'm going to get to a certain point and be like, I finished it. Like, I'm done with my art yeah. goal or my, you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, like recently I had a project, an art, a big mural project I was working on. And that was a goal that I met and it is done. And I had the sad pit feeling that mm-hmm. you describe about TV. Mine was about a work of art. So, yeah. you know, I'm a little more involved than some people. Pretty no, much. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> But, like, that was a goal that I met and was done. But, like, my pursuit of art and being an artist, I don't think that will end. Yeah. So I think maybe more, like, you, you're you feeling that sad feeling because you're viewing goals as pursuit. And I think a pursuit is more expansive. I think it's more an idea of something. Maybe and I know so. that's, like, super deep and crazy. But, like, that's why we talk about the pursuit of happiness. I think everything that people do, part of the American dream, are these goals you set pursuing happiness. Which, I mean, I just think it's a much broader idea. Yeah, maybe. I'm sorry, that may have been, like, like, too... No, I mean, Deep Talk Fridays. Deep Talk Fridays. And then, so I'm, I'm about to start my last year of college, mm-hmm. which is wild for me to think about. I feel like I just got there. But... You know, I'm going to graduate a semester late, granted, and I'm going to get my degree, and then what, you know? I'll have it. What else? What's the next get accomplishment? A job. Okay, great. Get a job, but then you then you get a job, and you have that job, and yes. you work that job, and 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 you retire, and you die. You sound exactly how we felt when we graduated college. We had that same talk so many times. You, you think you've worked your whole life for the next step and that's natural and that's the way school is set up and then you get finished with school and then you're like oh this is just what I do now which is why it's so important to pick a career that you like but it is also okay if you get into a field and you decide that's not what you want to do 
Like, you should reinvent yourself. Because it is, like, you have to, what we would think is, so school teaches you that there is, like, a, something coming. So, for me, I went through, I went through a college prep school, um, kindergarten through senior year of high school. So, it literally was always just prepping for the next grade, prepping for the next stage. High school, it's prepping for college, Okay get to college, pick something, you know, like, because when you're 18, that's the best time to make decisions, apparently. Mm -hmm. And so you pick something, you pick a field of study, and then you take classes, you're checking off the credits, you have your checklist, your to-do list or whatever, you go through it, you're done, you get a certificate that says you've done it. Now that now it's a year free pass to get hired. Now, I mean, now you've got to there's other things that go along with that, but it's a, it's saying to an employer, you're allowed to hire me because I've done school. And then, so you're going up this ladder kind of this whole time or staircase or whatever. And then you're just, you, you step onto the hamster wheel. And, mm -hmm. you know, you might jump from one hamster wheel to another. Your hamster wheel might grow. You might, like, it might upgrade. You get a promotion. You get paid more. You have some more responsibilities. Your the hamster wheel is powering more things, but it's no longer this stair step that you've been taught your entire childhood in formative years. How life works is you're always moving on to the next thing. So now that you're in this wheel, you've got to find ways to take that next step or to be find, fulfilled yeah you've got to come up with what's going to fulfill me and that's i mean that is like the human experience mm -hmm. is what is going to fulfill me and you know you can get into a lot of different ideas of what that is and you know that's um that's why people pursue religion that's why people pursue career that's why people pursue relationships because they're looking for something that fills that pit of when something's over. And I mean, I think that's something everybody experiences and it's not something that's gonna easily go away. And it's, but yeah, it's this idea of like, goals are there to keep you pursuing something because the act of going after something is what it's all about. And it's, yeah, when you get somewhere, it's like in a video game that you can play for years. Um, like Call of Duty, you can level up or whatever, and you eventually, what's like the top, what's it What's it called? The very top tier. I mean, it changes every or game. Whatever. Yeah, there's like a But prestige. like there's always, yeah, prestige. Like that's what it was called in high school. But like you prestige, okay? Then you go through the prestige like levels or whatever. And you can play that video game for years and you're going to be doing it like like you're going to eventually get to prestige but keep going. And it's you're never going to get to a point where you're like, I see credits roll, game's over, like I'm done. But it's you're going to constantly be pursue, like pursuing it to get better, to win and to improve like sports. You pursue it because I want to be better at this sport. And so like in life, you've got to find the things like well, how am I going to see if I'm getting better as a human in the areas I want to get better in and and realize coming to grips with the fact that I can't be better at everything. Like, and that's okay. Like, you need to find 
that one, two, three things that you can or want to be best in and go after them. Because that's going to give you, then once you know what those are, you step all the way back and say, what's step number one? Like, what is the very first thing I have to do? And then from there, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And then that, like, that will make life so much more fulfilling than if you do, like, get rich quick type life where it's like, I do it really quick and I'm there. Awesome. But now what? And you it's, know? So, it's so hard. And one of the reasons that I do what I do in teaching art to elementary kids is because school is so structured around achievement and it is so heavily pushed that like the way that you're feeling right now about like college is ending, what do I do next? That is ingrained in just everybody because we all went through school and school is so based around this idea of leveling up. You have to meet these standards. I mean, that's literally what we call them for you to be able to pass on to the next level, the next grade or whatever. And I just... I feel very strongly that like life has to be more than your achievement and how far can you go and how high can you rise in your career because like you're saying, you'll rise and you rise and you rise, you get to the top and then you're like, well, what do I do now? And so one of the reasons I teach art is trying to instill in kids from a very young age that like there's more than just like achieving goals, but like you need to enjoy what you're doing. And I think that's the people that are truly the happiest are people that are successful in their careers because it's things that they really, truly care about. And that could be literally anything. It's not just being like a humanitarian or like serving people. Like if you are truly passionate about business or being an accountant, you you can be fulfilled by that. And it doesn't always have to be like, I'm meeting the next goal, I'm moving towards the next step. But like if you're sitting in this same position or the hamster wheel as Jonah calls it, but you're doing work that you're proud of and even when it does become repetitive and mundane, it doesn't feel that way. Like I will say as someone who does like the same job every single day and my job is super fulfilling for me because I work with kids, but I don't ever get tired of it or I don't ever feel like I need to do something different. And I've only been doing it for two years, so who knows how I might feel in 10 years. And I might want to do something different and it's amazing because I can. I can completely change. And I mean, I don't know. I just think it's important to have more than just achievement on your mind and not think of it about, not think of it in a, in a I'm taking a next step but maybe more of like, I'm reinventing myself. It's not so like linear, but it's more like expansive. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're talking a lot about, <laughs> and it's getting really... That's no, okay. that's no, fine. It's Y'all, okay. You'll have more experience than we do. I and mean, it's also just making our podcast sound a little more educated than it typically <laughs> does. Well, We're I, here with the education. <laughs> I, I do a fine job of that. <laughs> I definitely do a worse job than you do. Yeah, no, you bring it down. <laughs> I didn't necessarily anticipate our first Deep Talk Friday to get into like meaning of life, but I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. It's a good start. Yeah. Anybody else have anything to add? All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. Yeah, fun. we're happy to be here. And uh, thanks for listening. See you guys. Day and night, I toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind. I look for peace, but see, I don't attain. What I need for keeps, this silly game we play, play. Now look at this, madness.
It's the magnet keeps attracting me, me. I try to run, but see, I'm not that fast. I think the first, but surely finish last, last. Cause day and night, the longest owner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The lonely owner seems to free his mind at night. I told him about. I told him that we watched the documentary last night. What's it called? But they were like, out of shadows. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. No. Netflix. No YouTube. It's, it's YouTube, and it's kind of hard to find. It's very interesting, and Jonah went down a huge conspiracy rabbit hole. <laughs> how's the How's the picture quality? The quality. The picture quality, quality is good. Great. Yeah, it's a recent movie. It's a recent documentary. Like it's super recent. There's Corona stuff in it, but I will say the main guy in it is a little bit of a character. Like the guy they like mainly interview, it's a lot of it's a lot of like these people are crazy. But then he kind of seems a little crazy. Yeah, but I mean, what do you expect from that type of movie? Yeah, you're gonna have crazy. I love conspiracy stuff. I don't discredit anybody off the bat, you know. Some of this, it I think is real, but some of it's a little. No, you just discredit like real things off the bat. If it's crazy, you're like. That they might be honest something. That's true. If it's like super normal, you're like, nah, no, not real. No, I'm not interested in that. Like the bird thing, man. I'm all about it. <laughs> the government is. The Have you listened to that one yet? We haven't gotten to that part. I explained it a little bit. Okay. He did. <laughs> I mean, like, I know, I I know the whole birds aren't real thing. Like, I know that following. And... But like, there's like but, historical events that line up with the. Which, and I'm everybody's sorry. drawn the theory around the historical events, I realize that. But Every time hey, I've hung out with you since quarantine, you've mentioned it. No, what? Mm-hmm. See, Flat Earth, See, Flat Earth immediately discounted. Well, watch the documentary on Netflix. You gotta watch the documentary, because if you're saying <laughs> that stuff lines up for the bird theory... So are we in a dome? I mean, like... It's, look, they have very, very good ways of explaining a lot of stuff. Do I mean, do I buy Does it? any of it hold no. up? No. But it's better than probably anything you've ever thought. heard. I'm like, okay, they actually have some like reasonable claims you know it's yeah. like you know if you really did investigations into it like they like basically their theory revolves off of like it's a disc and there's a dome over it and the edge is antarctica instead of antarctica mm-hmm. being at the bottom it's that. all the way around and there there is stuff where it's like they can prove nobody has completely crossed antarctica People have been there, but it's very few people. And there's all these things about how the United Nations have this agreement that nobody can own Antarctica. And it's because they think, like, they don't want anyone to go there and really journey to the edge of the dome. Well, then how would you be able to get... We could also save this for the podcast. All the way... I'm recording right now. How would you be able to get all the way around the world? What do you mean? Like, if it was flat? Okay, that's, that's part of it, too. They show you these flight maps, and they say, if you watch, there are no plane routes that ever fly like across like circumnavigate like the southern hemisphere but then there is but still how the do I go southern here to... then there's someone who will pull up a screen and be like here's one huh and so it just kind of discredits them quickly but they are raising money to go on an expedition to, to the, edge, the, of the edge of it yeah, yeah to find so the it's edge. all the ploy to get money to go yeah hike antarctica just basically just it's really money. it's a really good watch because the people in it are super quirky and interesting and they are the most convicted i mean i've never seen but people also like full so of it like there's this one guy who wears a shirt that's uh what's his name uh the main guy. sergeant mark uh, sergeant mark sergeant and He's he wears like a shirt with his dad. face on it and it says i am mark sergeant as if people <laughs> are gonna be like oh we are unworthy mark. i get that actually i like that a lot 
Let me make one of those. Metal. And they and then their part of their theory revolves <laughs> off the I am Phil. The the I'm basic Phil. fact that the sun and the moon are like think of them like on a, like a mobile like a baby's mobile mm-hmm. and they just rotate like this over the dome. But then you've got and like, then they have the eclipse. Gravity. And they film the eclipse. And like Mark Sargent, the main guys out there, and they're like, and then the documentarians, like, how do you explain this? Like, if they're separate orbs, that, and he's just like standing out there, he's like, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, he's like, I'm most crazy. When the documentary ends, so they're like, there's a team that are gonna do an experiment. So basically, they're gonna shoot a laser. They a got like very, this super high power high laser, power and they're gonna shoot it as far. As they can. Like, we're talking a couple of miles. And they're setting up markers along the way. So, if you can, if it You'll hits eventually the find target, the dome. if it hits the target, because they, they know, like, supposedly the curvature goes this like this. So, if it hits the target, it means it's flat. If it doesn't, it means it's there's a curve. And literally, the documentary ends with it not hitting the target and them just all going... We have to go Crap. back to the drawing table. <laughs> like, like, it's like this whole, this whole build up, and I'm like about to believe it. I'm like about to be like, we're we're sold. Like this is it. And then I'm it's just easily debunked. I wonder and if they like, do all the work. I wonder if like, Kyrie oh. Irving has seen this. Kyrie, he's just stupid. He's a big fan. Like, all you do is really, all you do is play really basketball. You don't learn anything. That's really funny though. I love when conspiracy theorists. Like debunk themselves, yeah, and then don't know what to do with it. And they literally were like, "We can't, like, let, we can't I, let this get out. We gotta go." I put all this work, <laughs> put all this work into it, and I can't do anything. No, the birds thing, though. I'm all about it. That and the moon landing. Oh, I'm with you on that. The moon landing didn't happen. I we've it, been to okay, the moon. We've been to the moon. We did not go to the moon in fifty in sixty nine. 59. What did even Steven say? We went to the moon in 1969, not 1970, but a year sooner. So I trust that. What? Before your time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's the most famous episode is. A musical. It's a musical episode. She like gets knocked out and sings a musical and has a report about the moon landing. And all she knows is that they went to the moon in 1969. No, but I don't think that. I don't think they went in 69. I think. We maybe went in 69, but I think the video they showed was recorded on a soundstage in Hollywood. I can so get behind that. We went, but faked it. We went, but in order to present it to people, we it's a flash we like playing we ADHD. faked it. We they had a soundstage in Hollywood mimic the whole thing, and that's what they aired to the public on TV. So why not admit that? You know. Because <laughs> it like this is a dramatization. Because I I would imagine they probably think if we admit that, then it discredits us, and people are going to say we didn't actually do it, and we have no proof that we actually did it. I also think we needed the Russians to think we did it. Mm. That's yeah. what I think. I think we faked it to win the Cold War. We needed to do it before the Russians did. So we just then the Russians beat us there. I think that's what happened. They beat us into space. I don't think they beat us for minute. Sputnik, man. I don't know. We didn't go in in sixty nine. I think we probably went very soon thereafter. We didn't go in '69. What's my other? What's my other conspiracy theory? Wait, but why? Like, <laughs> oh, I remember. What, what's what's like your what's the, your hold up with '69? Like, okay, what's the what's the cliche that everybody likes to say? Like, we made it to the moon with the computing power of a calculator that you can buy for a dollar at Walmart. No, you didn't. You didn't. I don't care who you have in charge. I don't care how much information you have. You are not putting people 
in a rocket on the moon that's moving at however many thousands of miles an hour it's moving and then bringing them back with the computing power of a dollar fee calculator. Not happening. No, man. There's a lot of stuff that humans did that doesn't seem like we could have done, but we did. But most of it, I mean, all of it, pyramids. Yeah, anything that you're gonna, anything that you're <laughs> gonna suggest is terrestrial. Like we've done it within the confines of what we know. But we know they put like satellites up there. Yeah, that's true. And it's like to be able to get a satellite to orbit and not just like we shoot up and then the explode. There's got to be some computational power that was possible. That to at least or do that. The computers so were actually it's a lot not more too much further to be like. They got to the moon, <clears throat> landed. Now maybe there's a yeah there's yeah, a fly it, there's in a here. fly in here. Behind um, you, then, yeah. But maybe it's like they landed right or got to the moon, but couldn't actually get out or no, something. They, that's just a spot on the roof, buddy. I think that's the fly. I think it's a spot on the roof. No, she's oh, she's over there. It's like this. <laughs> it's like that episode of Breaking Bad where the whole episode oh, is just a fly. I haven't watched that. Okay, that's there's one episode great, where great they episode. literally it's and it's a thing in Hollywood called I think it's called a fly episode, and they just actually use the fly. And what happens is it's when you have an episode planned, um, like scripted, you're ready to film, but something happens and you have to scrap it. Um, they don't end up going with it for whatever reason. So they have, they have a quick turnaround. So you create an episode that takes place in only like one setting with only a couple of characters and it's a lot of dialogue. So you can write it pretty quickly and you don't have a whole lot going on. So Breaking Bad did it with an actual fly and there's a whole episode where they're in a lab and it's just like the two main guys and there's a fly in the lab. And if the fly like can contaminate something it messes everything up it makes a meth bad something like that but uh so the whole episode is them just like arguing and then also trying to catch this fly mm-hmm. it's a for a show that's already like known for being kind of mundane yes it like takes it <laughs> to a whole awesome. nother level i love a nice mundane show there's a lot of dialogue see to me that's what shows like when shows do flashback episodes I hate them, but I think that's what they are. They're like, we don't have anything. Let's just have all the characters sit down and reminisce about yeah. different things and just show clips. From oh, definitely. And I hate And especially episodes, episodes <laughs> like a montage of previous things mm-hmm. that has happened. That's what I mean. A montage of previous episodes. Uh, the Office does it when they're selling the saber. Yeah. Um, they just do a montage. I hate I'm it. like, this I hate just it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen this. You always skip over those episodes on yeah. Netflix. You just uh, go right the end of Full House. The yeah. series finale of Full House. They're trying to help Michelle uh, remember who everybody is because she has yeah. been bucked off a horse uh-huh. and lost all of her memory. Uh-huh. Um, That's the series finale. This yes. is the series finale <laughs> of a great so, TV show. So the whole stuff. the whole thing is just they them. That, they did that on Boy Meets World too. And they just go. Th- it's just going through like old episodes. Yeah, they just, just recap. That's awful. They show flashes. Like, cause in the end of Boy Meets World, they're saying oh. goodbye to everybody, and so mm. every person he hugs, that Rory hugs, it like shows from like the first, like the pilot, and then all these moments throughout up until then. yeah. Which I guess that like, was a '90s it, thing yeah, in TV. Yeah, but it's also like it's like a comforting, nostalgic thing to see at the end of the show. You're like, oh, look how much it's done. done. I prefer no, I like how I don't like montage uh, episodes. I prefer like Parks and Rec doing <laughs> it where it's like the future. Showing or uh, kind but of that, showing like that's a what's going to happen because they still have to film new stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I like it's I the same idea con- of new like, content. Yeah, montage. Yeah, montage type. But it's saying 
here's what's going to happen like in their future. Yeah. To give you a little bit of closure. And it's not just a, we're going to recap everything and waste the finale. Have you ever seen um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. I've seen a couple episodes. <laughs> it's really funny. But they do one of those. It saw it the other day. It pissed me off. Um, did y'all watch that new Parks and Rec thing the other night? Yes, no. it was very sweet. The first, like the first half thing, the whatever. We center, missed that. It was a lot better. It was a lot more interesting. Really? Than, than the episode. The actual episode. Yeah, I didn't enjoy the episode. Yeah, we missed it. Like we, we just forgot about it. Totally forgot about it. And then the next day we had to watch just the special on Hulu. So oh, yeah. we missed the like other stuff that was with it. I remember what my other one was. I don't think we killed Osama. I think he's still out there. You think? We or can... or I, we have killed him. Since I don't think then. I've ever heard that one either. I think he, we didn't kill him when Obama said that we did. We might have killed him since, but you can't say that because we already said that we killed him. But like, who else do you think what, not what factual? Like, I think Hitler didn't kill himself, and he did end up in Chile. What factual um, evidence do you have behind, behind the Osama? Prove proved me that he's dead. Well, prove I mean, to me he's not. Yeah, I can't. What about Amelia Earhart? Do you know about that one? No, I mean, I like, I know of Amelia. That's wild, though. They um, there were a lot of people that believed that she didn't just like disappear on her airplane because, right? They never found her plane or found her yeah. body. But then there have been photos that have surfaced from, I don't know if it's islands in like the Philippines, but like there's pictures that have come back that were taken. It would have been somewhere within the general path that she took. And it's very like, it's very convincing that it could be her in the photos. And so there are a lot of people that believe her plane crashed or she landed on this island and then just like never was heard from again, but like lived for a long time on the island. I think I have heard that before. Which I mean, that's not that crazy, like, but it's still kind of wild because we all just think of her as like this mysterious pilot that just disappeared into the the wild blue yonder. Yeah. But No, but Osama, like Obama was like, we killed him. And we threw his body in the ocean. Like okay, cool. Where was he? Oh, he was at some house. It's like okay. Did you take a picture, or did you take anything of his or anything? Oh no, we don't have any. I mean, like we can't prove it, but we killed him. We did. And that was when the war on terror in Obama's administration was just not going well. There's no proof. They said they killed him and they threw his body in the ocean to honor his religious traditions. There's not a lot of proof for a lot of things. Okay, there should be. Well, I mean, sure. I don't think I don't think Hitler killed himself because, and I think he ended up in Chile because there's a lot. That's a that's a pretty heavy theory. But uh, the only reports, the only official reports of Hitler's suicide, were um, from the German national radio stations, like the German government radio said Adolf Hitler has committed suicide and he's dead. And that was it. Okay, kind of sounds like they killed, they killed a doppelganger. Here's here's a new one. That that's this month. Do you think Kim Jong Un is dead? No. Uh, do you I think? Do you I think? think okay. Dead. Do you Have think you seen the pictures? It doesn't. The pictures doesn't of the person like that came in front of the crowd in all of North Korea. It doesn't. Look does like not him. look like Kim Jong Un. Have y'all seen that? If you look it up, look, look up, it up. Look up a picture of Kim Jong Un <laughs> versus a picture of the guy that and make sure like make sure surfaced you find a couple the ones days ago. It's like Kim Jong Un makes first public appearance since yes. whatever. It's it, not him. He looks much larger in these pictures. 
to me that's really believable because I feel like there's a a good reason for them to like replace yeah. them if they're yeah. not in a position where they're like we have this new person that's ready or have come up in the ranks uh-huh. to be our new dictator it does make sense that they replace him but it's like did y'all see this was almost a year ago that was there was a fake surgery. um there was a fake Melania Trump what? That there was a lot of pictures that came out of her where they were like, that's not really her. Or when they would make appearances where she would have like sunglasses on the whole time. I actually have. I've seen this. This and is really interesting. I mean, and this is not as like scandalous. It's just people were like, she couldn't be at this appearance or she didn't want to be at this appearance. So they think that they have like a body double for her. I feel like they have a body double for a lot of famous people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, like if you're if you're going to this event but like you don't actually want to go they send someone who just looks just like you i don't know that could be him it like, could look, be but it also doesn't look able exactly. to find like is 2013 to 2020 like a 2013 versus 2020 comparison and it could be he just gained a ton of weight in those seven years i just think he no like there like you can find recent pictures of him and the pictures that they just released of his first public appearance. He just looks so he looks he a looks whole different. He looks a whole shirt size larger than like normal Kim Jong. Okay, y'all ready different. for my biggest conspiracy that Jonah's gonna roll his eyes at? Yes. I knew you'd have some. He kinda this looks is, different. This is like not a thing that people are conspiring about, but I conspire about. What is y'all's stance on dinosaurs? I don't about uh, like if dinosaurs existed. Yes. You think the dinosaurs never existed. Okay. Here's my dinosaurs. I have, I have two schools of thought. Dinosaurs are nothing like we think they were. I think that's true. Dinosaurs they they like they, didn't they look probably didn't like look anything like we were because like how can we like tell just from the bones that they've left behind? Because sure. like I mean like if I look completely different than my skeleton does. Right. And there's that's the whole that's been a long debate for for years about dinosaur skin you know we can't tell yeah. anything from an animal's bones what their skin was like there's people that believe dinosaurs had feathers or all kinds of stuff but i wonder about were there ever really even dinosaurs in the capacity that we think that there were so then what would their capacity have been yeah I don't know that they were dinosaurs at all. And that's one of those things for me that you're like, but we have the bones. And I'm like, but we don't know anything about this. And everything we do know about dinosaurs is like someone else has fed it to us. No, they I, just no, put these bones in a museum and they're like, we found these. This is a stegosaurus. And it's like, what? But it's, made that up. but it's like feathers and hair don't survive. And obviously skin doesn't survive. Right. And dinosaurs to me are the only thing that I feel like we don't have any sort of like evidence and we have come up with a lot of like information about like there's tons of stuff that's ancient and undiscovered and unknown and we we don't come up with information about we're like we don't a lot of our dinosaur knowledge is but dinosaur knowledge there's so there's such a deep like there's such a depth in the breadth of the knowledge about dinosaurs and it's just all unsubstantiated come up with yeah. You know, I feel like we don't. People haven't done that with a lot of other stuff. I mean, you could say the same thing about space, maybe, but it's like, in, with ancient cultures or mysteries, there's a lot that you know scientists or oh, you know researchers will say, well, we don't really know about this. But dinosaurs, were like, oh no, we know exactly about them, even though we have but no how? more knowledge about yeah. them than anything else we know. It's unsubstantiated information about dinosaurs. Okay, I've got one. Okay. Uh, so we're all Christians in this yeah. room. Mm-hmm. So we've all grown up in a, a church that teaches <coughs> creationism <coughs> and 
you know, typical, <coughs> like, everything the Bible Seven says is true. You, you, you believe in the Big Bang. That's another thing with uh, that. That's what I, I, <laughs> I kind of do. But, 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 here we I go. Do. I don't. Here I, I, I kind of do. That uh, Noah's flood didn't actually cover the whole earth. It just covered and a large, it, vast area. Um, wasn't the only flood that has ever occurred. Uh, I'm trying to think what else other part of this. Are you a hydrosphere guy? What? N- not, not necessarily. It's no. more of the geology of the Earth doesn't match up with one catastrophic event happening. So there's different schools of thought that it could be that Noah's flood was the second catastrophic event it could it could be that so that it could you could say it's the last one but um there's flood stories from all over the world that have like been developed on their own so how is it that like they and and i'm not going to explain this near as well as all the like research i read about this and everything but basically i believe that the flood happened in the middle east in the world, in quotes, yeah. of the people of that time. The world is they okay. knew it. The yeah, world is the, they knew it. Yeah. So it did. There's a lot of that. It did consume their world. The world being And it relative. hasn't ever again. And it's not going to. Like, I believe all of that. But that means there was a lot of the earth that wasn't actually touched by that flood. Mm-hmm. Meaning um, there might be, there might have been people and animals and... Uh, land masses and everything else that have been shaped by other events, but not what we know as like the flood yes, with Noah. Right. Yeah. Okay, but like physically, not to discount, you know, the power of God, but like how do you flood a specific portion of the earth entirely? Because of, because of the hydrosphere. So this is something that if I'm going to subscribe to any theory about dinosaurs, this is the only one I can get behind. I'm huge on the hydrosphere. And it's going to sound very fantastical, but I. This is the only thing I can even kind of get behind. So one of the first things that, like, in the creation story we're told is that God separated the waters. Yes. And so there's this idea that there was this mantle of water that surrounded the earth, and it had a more protective atmosphere. And one of the one of the backing points for that is that once the flood happened is where we see the shift in people living a lot less longer. So you have people who are living, like Methuselah, to be, you know, in their 800s and 900s and then after that happens you can literally look at the genealogy in the old testament and all of a sudden these people start only living 150 years and then it dwindles down until like you know where we get to medieval times and people are like not making it to 25 and we're slowly building that back up but a lot of people believe that when the outer water mantle dropped which is where the the floodwaters came from it was enough to cover the earth and that it changed the atmosphere. So if there was some tor- some type of dinosaur-like creature, I think they had to be on the ark. But I think if they were that large, the atmosphere when changed, they got off of the ark, the way that the atmosphere changed, I think that they couldn't adapt to it. And so they started to die off. The other thing that's based in the Bible is the idea of the Nephilim in the Old Testament that are sons of I I like and that Earth too and humans yeah and I think that maybe the Nephilim could be the dinosaurs oh. what we think of as dinosaurs are the Nephilim 
So they were actually now, like new. celestial creatures. human hybrid creatures. And that we are just interpreting all the bones See, and everything as massive. Nephilim lizards. to me were just big people. And, and is, I think humans were gigantic before the flood. Maybe. And here, this is a Not really... like gigantic, but like 12 okay. feet tall. It's funny because it's like a, so much speculation. And there's so many smarter people well, because, in this room that have actually studied this room <laughs> uh-huh. would be like... But it's not a Yeah, because people come up to me and like you're just so wrong, and I'm just like I'm just talking. Because the atmosphere was the atmosphere was perfect. I have no like facts about. Okay, but here's the really really deep dive, which kind of explains the dinosaur the the way that because I've I've said this to people before, and they've been like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would an angel and a human produce a dinosaur? Because there's a lot of people that think we are totally wrong, and who's to say? about what we think angels look like. Because every time that a human encounters an angel in the Bible, the first thing the angel says is, don't be afraid. And so there are people that believe angels truly look like monsters. When they appeared in like a human-like form, fine. But there's other times that people think when an angel appeared, they looked terrifying to us. (laughs) Like I've seen drawings of angels where they have 10 wings and 10 eyes and tails and spikes and all sorts of crazy stuff that people are speculating angels didn't look like these glorious blonde human men but they actually were these terrifying looking creatures which would kind of make sense that dinosaurs come out as these freakish large lizard looking things that we don't really know that much about but that we know that dinosaurs pretty much don't look like most of the other animals on earth so that's kind of a deep dive on. So if you want to start the podcast now, yeah. we can uh, get started. This is I got, way too much content. I got, I, got one more, I got one more. We'll probably put some of that in there. If not, we'll just tack it on the end and say, hey, for the next 25 minutes, we talk about conspiracy theories. Let's do it. Um, I can go on, but yeah, keep going. But I'd love to. I mean, if you are in a hurry, I'm not, in, I'm not in any hurry. I want to get him started on every conspiracy that he has. We need to much. save all that, though. We can get to it another time. These yeah. are all like corruption in the government and like bad people, and I'm very like, what's going on up here? I I'm both. I'm both. I'm all all yeah. about it. Yeah, that that'll be good for another time. But I got one more though. I don't think that like Adam and Eve were not the only people created, and I, that seems that seems obvious to me. A lot of people will say there that was they a. Were. I had a trusted source recently say that they believe the same thing. Did they see it? Were they there? Firsthand, trusted, trusted source. Trusted I mean, like a trusted source, <laughs> as in, in like a someone who is a biblical scholar. Oh yeah, there's a lot that say that. Yeah, but of course you've got the traditionalists that'll say Genesis one through five is exactly what it says that it is, and I think those people are. It doesn't say anything very definitively if you're really reading it. Well, but I think it's incredibly poetic. Yeah, and that none of it is necessarily literal. That a lot yeah. of it is figurative. A lot of it is. A lot of it is I derived think the four of us from, are going to be kicked out of our church. <laughs> probably. My, yeah, my dad's the elder. I'm going to be banished. Of, a lot of a lot of a lot of our creation story is derived from folktale, right? Which is something interesting to look into. I I took a world lit class this semester, and we looked at all the different like creation, creation stories, stories, and, and it was like kind of the same. There's always like a flood, yeah. or there's always mm-hmm. like a I don't even know. Just like random things that like correlate with what the Bible says, and it was really interesting. And they the all one go about together. The woman on the turtle's back. Did you read that one? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I probably did, but yeah, I also didn't I pay very like much attention in that class. Yeah, we. Because I would be shocked if Ethan remembered anything from his class. Actually, yeah, since he doesn't what pay attention and only uses Quizlet for everything. Uh. <laughs> uh, you would be correct. <laughs> Those I pay attention in my business classes, but like the world clit gen ed classes, nah. I'm just coasting through those. Also, I, do think... I would just like to 
say as two people who have gone through universities and are out in the workforce <laughs> Dude, using their know. degrees, um, you have a rude awakening if you think you're going <laughs> to learn on the job. And, and again, uh, we can start the podcast. <laughs> but I think the Big Bang is reconcilable with Christianity. I do. Agreed. We um, do. Yeah. Drop that. that sick beat. <laughs> yeah, I got that swag. <laughs> what are we doing first? What are we at? Hey, 20, 28. Remember 28. 28? 28. 28. Shh.